We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all. It's Vlad Harris here with another Panther Rans podcast. Wednesday, hump day. Yep, as you can see. Pitt uh, has managed to stay alive in the, in the ACC tournament, getting past the first round. Barely. But, um... By the time you probably read this pod, do this podcast, Pitt probably will either beaten or lost to Virginia... So, I can't really give my, my thoughts on the game, but all I can say it's, it's the rubber match. It's game three. Pitt's beaten them before, and maybe some of that magic of playing in New York will carry over and pick and move on to the next round. Because if they do, they clinch a 500 season. At seven, you know, it'd be 17-16 instead of... 16-17. The game itself last thing is Georgia Tech. Pretty ugly game for the most part. I thought it was great that they actually led for the first half because I figured the wheels would come off in the second half, which we'll get to in a minute. But, you know, big ups to Josh Pastner. I mean, he got eight, eight, he got eight conference wins out of this team. They finished 17-15 and 15 on the year. If you think about that, that's pretty big for, for you know for them getting that you know getting those many wins. I mean, they finished seventeen fifteen five, over five hundred. You know, Pastor he had a decent career at Memphis. I mean, it's John Calipari is a hard act to follow. I mean, he left after taking the Memphis to the finals, and they were probably seconds away from winning that national championship if they would just foul up three points. But they allowed the three and. Free throw shooting came back to haunt them, and they ended up they built they gave Kansas and Bill Self their national championship. Kansas hasn't done much since then, but um, he had winning records at uh, Memphis. He didn't make the tournament the last two years, you know. But they still, you know, they still hovered above water. But you know. It's hard going from John Calipari to a Josh Pastner because Calipari has got the recruiting swagger. He can bring in the players. He leaves. You still got you know his assistant Pastner, but it's not the same. You know Calipari can close, and obviously Pastor can't. But I think you know Pastor did have some. He had some decent players at Memphis at one point. But uh. People said before the season began that they would finish dead last in the ACC because, you know, the roster was just bad. But he did pretty well. As far as the game goes, I mean, both teams shot in the – overall shot 
in the 30th percentile in field goal percentage. <laughs> Pitch shot 3.9. Tech 35.5. Three-point percentage was pretty bad as well in the 20s for both. Three throws. Pitt hit two more free throws than Tech did. Pitt was 13 of 17 from the line. Tech was 11 from 17 from the line. So think about that. So it was two free throws. Extra ones made a big difference. Other than that, not much else to go off of. Both both teams combined for over uh, almost 80 rebounds. Pitt had 30 defensive rebounds. Eight offensive. Tech had 12 offensive. 28 defensive. So Pitt, I mean, 30, 30 boards on, you know, that tells you right there how, how bad Tech was shooting. But, obviously, second half, Pitt fell behind. By, and with four point, they were down 41-37. And then the, Sheldon Jeter was laying on the floor, writhing in pain to some people. And, of course, Kevin Stallings, as they were going to look after him, looks over at somebody, one of his, it turns out to be one of his players, and which happened to be Ryan Luther, and tells him, God damn it, would you get in the effing game? Well, he didn't say effing, but you know, he said the actual F word itself. And of course, it went viral, naturally. And he had some sites like Barstool who modified it to make it look uh, like he was yelling at Sheldon Jeter just so they can get page hits, retweets, and all that. Which is one thing you kind of annoys you with social media, blogosphere, and all that, where they modify stuff to get themselves attention, and they got they got what they wanted, which was crappy. But uh, everybody's had their hot takes over this. For one thing, let's be let's be real here. He told Ryan Luther to get his to get his act together in the game. To nicely put it, he wasn't calling him dumb, stupid, an mf or any of that. He wasn't calling him names. He was just telling him to <laughs> to, to get with it. That's it. And it's like it's uh, and some people are saying, "Well, gee, Jamie never did that. Jamie never, you know, cursed or whatever." Here's the thing: all coaches do things differently. They're, they're wired differently. Just because one person do, does it doesn't mean it's always going to be the right way right way, and everybody else has to do it. People have their own way of doing things. I mean, we have, I mean, we just saw Jim, we just saw Jim Beheim talk about how, how bad uh, playing Greensboro is. He doesn't give a shit what people think. So you got stuff like that. I mean, every coach, you know, is wired differently, has they talk differently. I mean, supposedly Stallings has cursed more than any other, you know, coach we've had. I mean, I mean, Petter Doozy curses. I mean, he he screams, but we we call that blue collar toughness. Whereas Stallings, some people don't like it, mainly because they don't like him, and it gives them another reason to hate him. Is what it is. 
Because God forbid, God forbid he curses. So, like I said, growing up as a kid, I mean, I played Little League. I played, hell, I, I played Catholic, I played basketball for a Catholic school. Coaches used to curse there, too. I got cursed at. That in baseball, too. I mean, some of these people, I'm, I wish they never saw a Little League game when I played We'd all be in foster homes by the third inning of how some of of the coaches and parents behaved. We'd all be in foster homes now these days. So, after that, Pitt went on to beat Tech. So, you could call that that moment in time the turning point of of the game (laughs) where Pitt just got their act together and pulled it off. Although it was pretty funny towards the end where, you know, Jamel, Ar- we were thinking Jamel Aris was going to miss free throws on purpose just so uh, Tech can come back and win. But, you know, they they pulled together and, you know, the, the post-game press conferences, you know, Stalling's parents said, you know, yeah, I said it. You know, I don't care if it upset him or not, but, you know, <laughs> you know, they want me to. The, they want me to push them, you know. Curse if yell at them and doing all that pushes them to be their best, and so be it. I mean, you know, is cursing at your players unnecessary? Probably, but for some, that's just how. It, that's just how they are, you know. And some players re- respond. Will either respond to it, or some will just. Well, they'll. You know they'll just filter it out, say forget it. They'll, they'll just they'll just check out. So I don't think Kevin Stoning's really committed some sort of heinous crime from doing what he did. But you got some people who act like he, you know, he uh, he kicked somebody's kitten. So in the end, all he did was all he all he did was tell his player just to get an effing game. That's it. So, but um, as for the team itself, I mean, they seem like they're kind of together. Joel Waters says they want to, you know, they want to come out and compete and they want to, you know, move on. And I would love to believe him. I really would, but it's hard. You know, but... You can't fault them. I mean, at least they tried in this tournament. They they won a game at least, so they tried. And uh, eight o'clock tonight, we'll see what happens. And who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll see some more of uh, the uh, some more sound bites from uh, Kevin Stallings. So let's hope for the best and hell to pet. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.